Paul Watts. What's up, Scott? Hey, what's going on? Scott, do you know Brian? I've met Brian, I think, once. Right, Brian? I think that's right. Yep. Feels right. <laughs> Scott, what was Sam Stewart doing in that final event? Plus 81. He, ne- he never left the first round. Did you see that? Or were you too busy winning? <laughs> Honestly, I wasn't paying much to, much attention to any of that event. Um, thanks for coming on, by the way. Yeah, man, absolutely. Um, you have your family in town? I do. We are at an Airbnb uh, right here on the lake. So we're uh, enjoying Oh. Okay, and when you say your family, who's staying there with you? So my wife and our little girl Kinsley, who is two months old, and then uh, Ralph and Beth Ann Lazaro, and then my buddy Chad, who's a chiropractor, is uh, coming in. Okay, not not your mom and dad, not your brother. No, no, they. Uh, so my brother Saxon just had twins. So my parents are, you know very busy uh helping him with uh two on two over there um saxon just had twins saxon just had twins yeah twin girls uh so identical yep oh my god your parents are in heaven huh oh they are loving it they're they got and those are the first three grandchildren no i've actually older brother that not a lot of people know about that has uh, uh three girls and one boy and then uh, we have one girl, and then Saxon has twin girls now. So oh, a, lot of, a lot of girls in the family. I mean, we went from a family of five boys and one girl. So I, I have uh, a huge family, and now all all the girls are coming. Wait, so you have you have there's five boys, and you have five siblings. Yep, four brothers and one sister. Four brothers and one. And uh, more than half the siblings have been to the CrossFit Games, or at least tried to go to the CrossFit game, Games. Yep, you got it. Big, big crew. Are, are you rolling tight with Saxon this week, or do you guys just do your own thing? We're rolling tight and enjoying every minute. Hey, yeah. good question. Uh, I have yes. somebody here kind of documenting my weekend. I recognize so. that that handsome man. I know who he is. All fair game. Hey, before we're even done, this that boy will text me and be like, I want a clean copy of this interview. And I will sell it to him for a dollar. I will sell it to him for a dollar. There you go. I like it. Um, uh, Scott, how do you make the decision to retire? Um, and then on, the follow-up question is, how do you make the decision to announce it before instead of after? Yeah, great question. Uh, Thank something you. Something that uh, we had a nice long ride here uh kind of just discussing everything and uh, and for me it was all year long it was kind of like oh, this, this might be my last year this could be my last year and i never really like officially said it and my buddy ralph was just like hey you know what's the deal is it is it your last year or not like uh, at least say it if it is and the the more I realized that no matter what I, what I, no matter what happened this weekend, it wasn't good. And I was going to want to come back. And by saying this is my last year, it's given me uh, a lot of joy. It's taken a lot of weight off my shoulders and it's allowing me to enjoy 
every moment of the experience because in years past, focused on winning and what was going to happen, what was the next event. And I was just, it was like me, 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 me. And now by me announcing that this is my, uh, my final ride, I get to really soak in each moment, even going to the dinner with Dave uh, and just saying like, this is my last first dinner <laughs> here at the CrossFit games and taking the floor. for, And it was just, you know, soaking that in and, for me, it's, it's it's given me peace. It's given me the opportunity to like look around and just be more fulfilled. Because in years past, I've looked at my performances, come back, and I'm just like fourth place, fifth place, sixth place, uh, and it, it was just it was never enough. And I was always felt like uh, I felt like I, I I needed more. I wanted more, and I wasn't getting exactly. And I realized on the ride down here, just this past month, uh, I've been struggling with some knee issues. I I was never going to be fulfilled accomplished here at the CrossFit Games. And I realized that what is going to fulfill this weekend and, and let me walk away with my head held high and looking back on my career, being proud of it, is enjoying every moment with my family, with my friends and with the other athletes on the floor. And I'm seeing things like I've never seen them before. It's a good feeling. I thought you were going to have some bullshit shitty answer. <laughs> Brian, I'm, I'm muted. Half hour drive here. So I, I had a lot of time to work, work some shit out. Dude, that's an incredible thing. Uh, before I ask you who Ralph is and how dare he ask you a question like that, uh, Brian, I muted your ass because you got your AC on to keep your iPhone cold. So if you want to talk, you got to unmute yourself. But man, the audio is better when I put a zipper on you. Um, Scott, who is Ralph? And 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 that that's a tough question for a friend to ask another friend. Yeah, absolutely. That's how you know it's a good friend because you know. And people that really don't care about you aren't going to dig in in those moments. And it's the tough questions that really tell you that those people care about you. And Ralph is someone that has been in my corner for a long time. He's a, one of my best friends, um, manages a lot of partnerships and just has gone above and beyond. And on the way down, he asked me a ton of questions and that was you know, that was only one of them. And, you know, honestly, this past month when I, when I hurt my knee, I hurt it early in July. I've had three knee reconstructive surgeries from playing college football. And at the beginning of uh, the month, I just started dealing with some severe meniscus pain and it's prevented me from doing a lot of things, but I've also been able to train extremely hard through it as well. So there's some things that I feel, you know, really great doing. And then there's some things that are really challenging for me. But through this last month, I've really learned a lot about myself. I've learned, um, you know, I've, I've almost feel like I, I've unlocked something and, I, and it's allowed me to uh, be more joyful the moments here at the games, but even in training. And whenever I made this announcement and I talked to family, friends and, and fans know that this is my last ride too, because I want them all to 
uh, one of the questions I've been asking athletes and friends and family, I'm like, what's your favorite or what are you most excited about for the CrossFit games? And when I hear it, now I know I can enjoy that and be more in that, in that moment with them. So it's pretty special. It's crazy. It's, Hey dude, it's oozing off of you. It's oozing off of you. It's not just words. Like, like I feel it. Um, uh, who is Ralph though? Is he your manager? Yeah. Manager. Um, just Scott Panchik fan, man. He's, he's my boy. He's my, I like to think he's my, one of my number one fans. <laughs> and and has, he, has he been around with you forever since the beginning? Uh, he has not. Uh, it was a friendship that kind of started uh, about halfway through my CrossFit career and just has gotten for a year. I, I was going to um, make the bold prediction that I thought you were going to win the games this year. And then I saw you run. <laughs> and <laughs> we're right, right. But, but, but that was, um, that wasn't, and, and correct me if I'm wrong, that finish of a minute and 33 seconds isn't you running, that's you finishing the event. Is that correct? Yeah, giving it hell. I mean, but I guess what I'm saying by that is you look like you pulled back. You look like yeah. something happened and then you pulled back. Yeah, I mean, my my knee is not good. It's is it pain or do, does it feel like it's going to snap off when you were sprinting? There's just certain movements that are just not stable. And I just don't feel I can move at a hundred percent efficiency really. And then there's things that I feel great doing. So it's, it's going to be a little bit of a wild ride. And I think a lot of ups and downs. Yeah, it is. I mean, imagine how bizarre that looks to the viewers to see you take a 36 and then take a first with what a workout that, um, you, you know, I think most of the fans cannot accomplish in a day. Right. I mean, everyone can sprint 550 meters and be like, I did what Scott Panchik is, uh, not most of the people cannot put 185 pounds squat below parallel, um, and then push the weight over their head. What did you, uh, how many times you guys end up doing it? 50, that's 55 times you do that. Yeah. yeah. So, so, um, it is, it is a bizarre juxtaposition, right? Yeah, it's, it's bizarre. Um, I feel like I have everything that it takes to stand on that podium, but I, my knees giving me some issues and that's just, that's just where I am. Um, how old are you? Um, 33. And, uh, how, in November and, uh, how tall are you? Um, uh, five, eight and a half. Maybe. Don't lie. Don't lie. Five, Come on, nine. <laughs> <laughs> and how much do you weigh? Uh, about 190 pounds. And how much did you weigh your first year of CrossFit? Uh, pretty, pretty similar weight actually. And has there been I a body different. composition? Uh, yeah, you do look different. Yeah, you do look different. But you know what? It's, you're one of those guys. You're you're one of those guys where you look different at the beginning of a workout than at the end of a workout. Some guys you don't really see that, but like Pat Barber was notorious for that, right? He'd go out there and look all skinny and scrawny, and then by the end of a workout, he was all swollen buff. It was just. And, and you kind of have that, although you don't look, I wouldn't say you look skinny in the beginning say, of a workout. I really hope I don't look skinny. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm going to keep my shirt on until the end. <laughs> no, no, don't do that. You'll ruin the ratings. You'll ruin the ratings. Don't do that. <laughs> um, so uh, there are, are there any other events that you're just, that, that have been announced that you're just dreading that you're like, oh man, that one's going to push the knee or do you just have to take it one event at a time? 
Yeah, we, we don't know a lot of details for a lot of the events, to be honest. Uh, the run, the longer run, I think, is something that could give me some issues. I think it, I think a steady run is obviously better than a sprint. I just could not get that turnover, and that's what I was really struggling with on that sprint. Okay. So as long as it's not a run, you should be pretty good. Run and then, like, jumping. Oh. Any type of jumping. And I haven't um, squatted uh, anything above 275 in quite some time in, a, in like a full ass to grass squat. So we'll see. Yeah. Um, do you have it, it? Look, you look like you're doing great in terms of the cuts go. And there is going to be that that snatch event. And it is yeah. going to be in front of the entire stadium. Right. I mean, I would yep. guess. Yep. So that is that 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 could be really weird for you. Yeah, I don't really know what's gonna happen. There. I didn't know. I it's funny because I didn't know what was gonna happen on the sprint either. And if it's funny, if you watch it, I lined uh-huh. up. I got down in a sprinting stance, like I was running a forty-yard dash, and I came off that line as fast as I could. And I realized after about fifteen yards. <laughs> Uh, it wasn't going to happen. It was like someone blew out a tire and I was, I was, I was running on three. But, yeah. Interesting. Uh, you can't fall behind in that event, right? If you fall to the very, very back, you're toast. There's there's You can't get past the other guys, right? It's like a wall of meat. Wall of meat. That's running away from you. Like- I was like, I don't know what's going to happen, but we're going to find out. And it was the same thing with the thruster. I knew that was a really good workout for me. And with the squats, I wasn't sure what it was going to up. I was able to do a few reps at 185, and then the adrenaline took over. Like it felt stable enough to to move. And you know, obviously, a wall walk is good. Watch me do my thrusters. I pause a lot at the top. I come down a little more controlled, and that I think paid off because it everything under control. But it also kept my squat under control as I dropped as I dropped down. So it's interesting. The commentator said that as you were lowering the bar to your, um, you know, your, your shoulders and your collarbone and you were squatting down that your body was shaking. And I wouldn't have noticed that, but I think I tried to look closely and it did look like you had like a little vibration there, like a little shake. And I don't know if everyone does that or if I just never seen that before, or if that's something that was because of your knee. No, I, I, I could feel that. I just felt like I was shaking even, even when I was running, I can feel this, like, it's just, it just feels a little, it just feels uns- um, like one of the legs on your coffee tables. Like something's wrong with one of the legs on the coffee table. Yeah. It's not a new <laughs> coffee table. <laughs> <laughs> In the opening ceremonies, you were carrying the flag. How did, how did you pull that off? That was a great, uh, they were like, Scott, you're going to carry the, You're going to carry the flag. I was like, are you kidding me? That's amazing. And, uh, I just, Soaked it in, man. They gave me that flag. I was like, I'm gonna hold this thing up as high as I can. I'm gonna wave it around. I'm gonna pump up the crowd and just get them fired up. Well, it was pretty awesome seeing you carrying it. Uh, I, I have zero interest in the opening ceremonies, but when I saw you carrying the flag, I was like, okay, that's cool. At least I saw that. At least Scott, I got to see Scott <laughs> carrying the flag. Um, I wanted to and just like take a few laps. <laughs> But I was like, ah, you should have. Well, yeah, 
your, your knee can't handle it. Um, uh, tell me about the kayak. Um, uh, Brian was uh, mentioned this. We're not letting Brian talk in this interview, apparently. Um, Brian said, I wonder what Scott was thinking about while he sat in that kayak for an hour. Do you, re- do you recall any of your thoughts in the kayak? Yeah. So, well, first I, I'm going to, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go back to the swim for a second because I Please. was very, very proud of where I came out of the water on my swim this year. This was like my last finish on a swim. I think I got out of the water in like seventh and I looked around and I was like, Oh, these are the good swimmers. I did really well. So that was like a really cool moment. And then I got in the kayak and did not do as well. Everybody just started like blowing by me, but it was like a slow go. Where they're like, Hey Scott, bye Scott. <laughs> a little ahead of you, Scott. <laughs> <Other> Scott's. <laughs> It, how do they pass you? Is their stroke better than yours or, or different strokes, man, different strokes. Were they stroking faster than you? They were just stroking more efficiently. Wow. What are you going to do? Wow. Have you ever been in a kayak before? I took my wife on a date once and we were in a kayak, but she was scooting around faster than me. So that wasn't a great. <laughs> so you, you knew when this shit was announced, you were screwed. I was like, what in the world? A kayak, huh? But I got out of the water. That was the one thing. I swam a ton the last two years. So I was like, this is really cool to see progress in this area. And that's what that's what this weekend's about is I, I haven't won an event since 2012. I won an event this year. I got, you know, something that I had not done in the last eight, nine years or whatever it is I was able to accomplish this year. So I that's. I am fitter than I've ever been. And that's a great feeling. And I think in years past, I would not be able to sit here and have this conversation. I would not have taken this interview. I would, I would have been sitting there probably looking at the leaderboard, swiping up and down, refresh, looking, okay, what do I need to do? Where am I at? And it's just that that doesn't seem important anymore. And uh, I know that no matter what, my family, friends are going to love me after this weekend and I'm going to look back at this career and I'm going to be really proud of it. And that's all anyone can ask for. Yeah, that's, that's cool. I'm actually surprised, surprised that you took the interview, but I'm like, shit, gotta ask, gotta ask. So absolutely. Um, when you, when you heard the weight, did you know right away you were going to go unbroken? I knew I was going to try. Uh, because I didn't want to squat clean, uh, more than 10 times because that was the, that was the hardest rep was catching it in the, in the hole. Yeah. Once I got the bar up overhead, if you watch, I can kind of control my tempo coming down and I don't get buried in the squat. I was able to kind of control my depth a little more. That was really helpful for me. So was that the was that the primary your, the primary part of your decision? Not whether you could do all the reps unbroken, but that like you had to risk it because I, yeah, I the, the squat clean just wasn't worth it. No, I wanted. Oh, to win and you wanted to win those. Like I'm gonna every event I'm trying to win. I don't I don't care what happens, and it's like it it's a great feeling to not have any like I don't have any expectations. I don't know what's gonna happen. I know that my fitness is impressive in a lot of areas and i know my knee hurts a few areas so 
<laughs> I just, I'm going to burn it down. I'm, <laughs> I'm gonna, and you know, there's a lot of cameras watching, so you can, yeah, there's a lot of cameras watching. So if something falls off, you can go back and find it later. No big deal. <laughs> um, so, so, so you, you kill, you kill that, that you kill your heat. Do you know, do you, do you suspect that it's good enough or are you like, Oh man, this next heat's going to have a bunch of monsters in it. And they all get to see my score. Yeah, that's tough. When you're in that first heat, I got to the five, the set of five, and I was like, okay, you got to start going. I knew no one else was around me. I was like, but you got to start going because the next heat's going to have some heavy hitters in it, and they're going to have people pushing through these last few rounds, and your transitions need to be fast. You need to pretend like someone's there. So I, I knew I needed to move quickly through those. And then when I finished – me like a little peace of mind because he was like man that was really fast he's like i didn't think anybody would you know get that under 15 so i was like okay that's fine and then obviously you know those are a lot of really thick guys in that heat regardless of of what happened so um, i did have some confidence walking off the floor that that was a, a really really solid performance and then it was just a waiting game which round did you, did you, were there any rounds where you thought you were going to put the bar down? I'm assuming the first set of 10, you're like, I got this. But then when you did the seven, eight, nine, you're, no, none. No, I, I was going to fail a rep before I put it down. Wow. Yeah. That's awesome. And, and I wouldn't have done that. And that's like, again, that's something that like, I would have been a little more calculated and maybe overthought some things, but this was one of those moments where I was just like, you got nothing to lose, man. Have you ever seen the replacements? The movie? Is that with Stallone? Those all those old guys with Keanu Reeves, and they bring in the football team that like. Oh no, no, I haven't yeah. seen it. Okay, that's okay. Have you seen but every I, football movie? Of course, yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> Give you a quick overview, please, in, please. In the movie, you know they have all these like replacements on the field, and they're in their last game. And then like the strike's going to be over and Keanu Reeves is in the, in the huddle and he's like pumping them up. And he's like, he's like, guys, he's like, you know, he, he brings everybody in. He's like, there is, there is no tomorrow for us. And that makes us very dangerous people. And they, like get all hyped up. And, you know, it's like one last hurrah. So that's awesome. That's how, that's how I feel about getting fired from CrossFit. I am now very, very dangerous. And it's just one. It's just dangerous person. <laughs> yeah, I'm a very, on accident, on accident. I'm a very dangerous person. Um, to, uh, What is your, did you, did you know, did you tell your wife, was your wife in the car when you were speaking to Ralph about your retirement? Yeah. Does, does she stay pretty quiet? Um, does she chime in? Is she, uh, she, she, she would support regardless of what I choose to do, whether it's, or, or this is it. So Did the, it's amazing to have a woman like that. She's also done so much for me this year. Uh, the buttery bros were out there. He's the one that's been cutting the grass for the last. Oh, time. that's awesome. We have a riding mower. We have a riding mower, but she's been cutting the grass, <laughs> crushing it at home. And I wouldn't have been able to train. Even like, you know, our, our little girl's 10 months. These last 10 months, she has just crushed it. And I I feel like I won the lotto there because she's not only beautiful, she 
She takes really good care of me and our daughter. She's not only beautiful, but she can mow a mean lawn. <laughs> um, you can, so I, I don't know if you saw, uh, I saw on Matt's Instagram today, he shows that he's coming to the CrossFit games and he's leaving his front door and Sammy's carrying all the luggage and he's got his sunglasses on just like talking to the camera. And then he's like, Oh shit. Or no, he doesn't have a sunglasses. He goes, Oh shit. I forgot my sunglasses. And he runs in the house and she's like carrying his luggage funny. And I, what I think of you, it would be a great video. You should have McCoy make it for you. When, uh, after this, you're basically sitting on the porch with your legs up, sipping a lemonade, you know, like trimming your nails or filing down and your wife's, your wife's just going back and forth with the mower. <laughs> CrossFit training is hard. CrossFit a lot of sacrifice. Um, after you decide this in the car, um, who's the first person you call to tell? Do you call your mom and dad? Do you call Saxon? No, I, I wanted to kind of announce it to everyone. I didn't want it like it's really challenging whenever many people in my family and so many people from our community and it was just it would be really hard to just like go down that line and like where do you right. stop so i was just like you know what i'm gonna make this announcement you know i don't think anyone in my family is gonna be upset if they don't hear it straight from me uh, right and i was like okay let's you know let's piece together the words and we're sitting here it out and they're like well, what do you want to write what do you want to write like one last ride let's go and Instagram and and it caught fire and everyone I, knows now everybody knows it's 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 hard for people um I'll, I'll use this example just like you could you could have a friend who weighs two two is 200 pounds overweight and they lose 100 pounds right or they lose 200 pounds and you would think everyone around them would be happy but yet it's hard for people when the people around them change for some yeah. reason, it's just hard. Like we, like as human beings, we just don't let people change. Change. Is, change is hard. Change is hard for anyone in any circumstance. And I feel like as the years have gone on, we we struggle more and more with change. Yeah, which is unfortunate because change can be really good too. Yes, of course. I can't think of any bad change that happened in my life. All the change has been good. Maybe not in the moment. It's it's hard. But I never look back and be like, oh, shit, I want to go back to the old way. Yeah. Yeah, oh. sometimes the worst place to be is standing still. You know, a lot of a lot of people are like that in their lives. It could be in any aspect of your life. And it's just like it's a very scary place is that loop, that lukewarm kind of space. And there was a point in my career where I felt like I was kind of sitting there. I'd come back from the games. And I'm just like, that wasn't enough. That wasn't enough. And after a, a lot of years, I'm just like, I was not proud of what I did. And it, it really took, you know, this final year for me to look back and be like, man, I'm really, I'm really proud. And I've changed, like I've changed as a person. And I feel like this changes that happen, even just like with my knee, it's, it, you know, I could be having the worst day ever in the, in my gym at home and my knees giving me hell walk in and my little girl's just smiling and giggling and just joyful playing and, you know, with their toys. And it's just like, all that goes away. And that's like a huge life change. And I think just like that joy that I see in her, I want to display that this weekend in these moments with 
with everyone. And that was a big, that was a big reason. Like I wanted everyone to know that this is my last year. So when they see me going wild with that American flag and pumping them up, <laughs> we're going to enjoy it together. And I'm going to give them, I'm going to give them a lot of these and a lot of these. <laughs> That's awesome. Um, when you get, when you were, when you were interviewed after that heat, you were holding your daughter and you said something basically like it doesn't get better than this, or I feel like a winner already. I do. I feel like I've already won. And it, as a fan, I got a little nervous. I was like, oh shit, oh shit. Is he going to let his foot off the gas? Like that, yeah. that doesn't, that doesn't sound like a guy who's fighting a dragon. But then to hear you say, describe uh, event number four that you were like, hey, there was no calculation. It was just go. And if the weight didn't go up, that would be the, we would all find out together basically. Yeah. It's kind of like that. Hey, if you think about it, it's a little, it's a little dangerous, a little dangerous. It's a little, yeah, it's, it is. Take the little out. It's dangerous. It's dangerous. I, I mean, this was the first day of the CrossFit, uh, games. We had four events. I took in, in two out of four of them. I took a first and a third. Those are like two of my best placings on a day one. And I could argue, yeah, my knee's a little banged up, but I could also say like half those events went damn good and I'm ready to, I'm ready to put on more of those and it's all going to come out. What, what, what does Dave want us to display? And I can't wait to see what it is. Um, they, the commentators were talking about how um, I, I'm assuming it was Shane or they were referencing, but they said Brooke Wells was talking to her coach and they were trying to come up with a plan, whether to do it broken or unbroken. And everyone was talking about that. That was like the big talking point for the commentators. And basically they were saying that as Brooke Wells went out there, they still didn't have a plan together. I don't know if this is true. This is just how I heard the commentator say it. And that um, she didn't have a plan and that she was just going to wing it. Well, it's, and, 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 you know, when the athletes have a plan, they know they're going to put the bar down before we do as the viewer. Right. But it's kind of interesting. Um, you have a plan and your plan is that you don't know what your plan is. <laughs> that we're going to, that you're going to throw a brick on the gas pedal. And yeah. if the car doesn't explode before it goes over the finish line, you're a winner. <laughs> My buddy chat that this year, have you ever seen the little rascals? Oh uh, yes, kid. not the, I, yeah. I don't know if I've seen any of the new ones, okay. but I used to watch it as a kid, the black and white ones. You know the blur yeah. too. That's like the the washer or dryer they like make out of their go kart at the end, and it explodes to the finish line. Yeah, he, he keeps calling me the blur too. Oh, that's <laughs> awesome. Um, have, is your mom is your mom worried about your knee? Like, and your dad? Like, are they like, oh, oh. you're our greatest creation? Like. <laughs> Like, like, like it would, like, it would be really, really hard for me to watch my kid participate. And I mean, my kid's only six, but it would be really hard if he's injured to see him out there. Yeah. So I think my parents have with six kids, there was all, there's always a fire. And I think it really comes down to how am I responding from it? They would be hurting if I was, if I, I was out on the, like I'm out or displaying pain and sadness and but when they see me out on the floor joyful and excited and soaking in the atmosphere that's what they want and that's what my that's what my want too they want to just see me happy 
like my little girl today, I want to be able to tell her that I didn't quit and that I gave it everything that I had in every event. And she's not going to care whether I win the CrossFit games or not. That's really for that's, that's really been for me. And the pressure that we put on ourselves as athletes is, is for us. Loved ones around us, they're going to love us no matter what. They're going to us no matter what. And if we want to do it again, they're with us. And I think, honestly, right. the family and friends of the athletes competing may have a more stressful weekend than us. Because like you said, they don't know what's going to happen. They have right. no idea what is going to happen. And we at least have a little control. Okay, I'm going to break it up. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. No idea. They don't know if you got more in you or if you're tapped out, but they're going to love you hard. Which I, is, that's all we can ask for. Yeah, you said two two interesting things there. That um, you're right. All you, if you're doing your job right as a parent, all you want to do is see your kid happy. That being said, we are desensitized to the fact because we're in the CrossFit community that no sane person thinks it's safe to hold 185 pounds over your head um, 55 times. One slip, I mean, I mean, it doesn't happen, thank God, knock on wood, but one slip and, and horrible shit can happen. I mean, I don't know, you've been an athlete your whole life, but when I first started doing CrossFit and I would, you know, do thrusters with 95 or 135, I would scare the shit out of my dad. Yeah. And so, yeah, there's a, there's that, um, yeah, but you're in control of the weight, so it's not scary to you. And I think after work for this long, there's a little bit of trust there as well. I think year and it's one, safer than football. Year one's a little different than, you know, year 10. Right. Right. And there's no one trying to spear their, their helmet into your head. I think it's probably a lot less stressful than that. <laughs> Um, what's going on with Saxon? Is he still getting better every year? Yes. Yeah. Are, are you proud of your brothers? Him, him and his brother are both getting better every year. And I'm really proud of them. My sister actually made some too, which was really cool. Wow. And what's her name? Yeah. I wonder if I knew that. If Brian was here, Brian would tell you everything that there's to know about her. Stuff you didn't even know. Probably. She played basketball. <laughs> um, she took uh, college basketball and she's been in a, uh, she's a coach and she's been uh, in our gym for last two to three years. Their own affiliate. So they left. So I had like a season with them, the season with my sister. And um, we have a teenager this year as well. That was really cool. So I've had some like opportunity. Really, um, you know, not just family, but really great you know, people and athletes. Are you enjoying that? I think that's what has allowed me to do this, uh, this long. I really do. I think that train, I wasn't, I, I couldn't complain. I came in and there were 19, 20, 21 years old. I guess feeling, Oh, we feel good. Ready to get ready to rock and roll. Okay. Me too. <laughs> and, uh, and I uh, started training with B. Sagafi and, you know, qualified for the games um, a couple of years ago. And she had an invite taken back last year, unfortunately, with uh, the circumstances that were going on in the world. And um, now uh, we have a team competing this, this year as well. 
having those athletes around me has allowed me to, to pour a lot of uh, what I love about the sport into and seeing them progress in the sport is just as rewarding to me as hitting a new PR. Like new PRs don't come very often anymore. Honestly, I've been trying to just maintain the strength that I have and get better at, you know, things that are, are weaknesses or challenges for me. So when I see athletes that are, you know, getting ring muscle ups for the first time in our gym or, you know, qualifying for the CrossFit games, it's, I, I, it just gives you a good feeling inside. Yeah. Daniel, um, Brian was here. It's too bad he's not here now. And he told a story about how they were going to have Daniel Brandon run the sprint by herself, the 550 meter sprint. And the reason why is because she had been with Carrie Pierce and Bethany Shadburn, who had tested positive for COVID. Yeah. And they were going to have her run the sprint by herself. And that Sam Briggs spoke up and said, uh, no, I'll run with her. And then Laura Horvath and someone else, I forget who, said, I'll run with her. What do you think about that? I think that's awesome. I think that's awesome too. It's just awesome. It's something that that she's going to remember that for the rest of her life. And that's like things that you can't, you can't teach people that you can demonstrate it and you can lead. Like that's a leader. Those are like Sam Briggs. Yeah. That's a leader. That's going against the grain. That's like, you know, doing the right thing. The easy thing is what most people would do. All right. Well, thanks, Scott. Um, I wish I could. I wish I could tell you this would be the last time I bug you. Um, <laughs> I will bug. I will bug you again. I know you're crazy busy, super low pressure. Um, if you're not on the show, if if you can't do the next interview, I bug you about the amount of shit I talk will be very little because you did so good on this interview. I appreciate that. <laughs> so sure. What finish shirt on to the finish and then off. Am I okay to take it off at the beginning? Oh, take it off right in the beginning. This is, this is the, this is the last hurrah. You're going to put on 20 pounds and your body's never going to, never going to look so good. <laughs> take that shit off and let the world see it. Plus this is, the, right, take, this is, hey, the, you got, you got to put a little message out to the media, like lots of pictures, lots of things, send them all to me because I'm going to be like, that was me. One, That was me. <laughs> Um, I think you sh- you're screwed with the media since you came on this podcast. So, <laughs> um, uh, congratulations on the baby. Um, thank you, God. Uh, after the games, maybe we can do just a whole podcast and talk about raising kids and what it's like and and yeah, what you learned. And- I'd love to hear more about um, your. Yeah, well, it sounds like it's kind of funny. I, I think I think it's your mom. It's some, it's some pan chick that I've talked with on in the Instagram and the DMs, and I always presume it's your mom. And I always feel foolish because I get on my high horse about everything I know about kids, and then she'll pop in. I'll be like, "Well, shit, I'm not going to make three amazing kids like you did. Like, go away. Don't watch what I'm doing. You already you already did it. So your your parents have done an amazing. You're doing a great job, man. You're doing a great job. All right, cool. I'm trying. All right, buddy. All right, I'll dude. You, uh, I'll talk to you soon. Okay, slap McCoy on the ass for me. You got it. <laughs> All right, Done. cool. See All you. right, bye. Guys, Scott Panchik. Uh, wow, what a gentleman. That actually got me a little bit emotional. I'm, I'm, uh, he kind of blew me away. I wasn't expecting him to have such a um, 
honest and real answer about what he's doing and why he announced his retirement. You kind of, it, it appears that something, it would be something someone would do that it's almost like a selfish thing, but the way he presented it, it's like, he's, he's letting us all in. We're all in the know now and we can all see, um, enjoy, enjoy his, uh, freedom. So, uh, I am putting feelers out to everyone. Um, Oh, looks like Colton Mertens. Looks like we might have him on the hook too. Let's see what we can do to get Brian back on. And maybe we'll get to interview Colton later this evening. Anyway, thanks for checking in live. Uh, we will keep you posted and we're out. Thank you.